Hi there, it's Mark here. Welcome to Everyday English with E2. Each week, we focus on English grammar, vocabulary, or pronunciation. And this week, we're focusing on a super important part of pronunciation called sentence stress, which has a big impact on how clear your ideas and feelings are. So it's not just about the words you say that ensure that people understand you, it's the emotion that you put into your words that helps you to really express yourself. But before we understand sentence stress, let me quickly remind you that you can take awesome English pronunciation courses at www.e2english.com. Sign up for free if you want. So, you might remember, a few weeks ago, we talked about word stress. Word stress is how we add stress to a syllable in a word. Take the word important, for example. It sounds weird and incorrect to say important or important. And it would be also really weird to say important with equal stress. We say important. In English, the emphasis can be at the beginning of a word, like ambulance. It can be in the middle of a word, like important. Or it can be at the end of the word, like include. I personally think that word stress is more important than pronunciation when it comes to being understood easily. If I'm talking to a student and the student mispronounces a word, let's say the student says, violin instead of violin. I can understand pretty easily what the student meant, and the conversation can continue along. But if a student gets the word stress wrong and says violin, and perhaps gets it consistently wrong, I'm going to really struggle to understand what they're saying. So, word stress is how we add stress to a single word. But what is sentence stress? Sentence stress is how we add stress to a word in a sentence to enhance the feeling behind our idea. Well, the easiest way to explain this is by getting you to listen to this one sentence. I'm going to say it, however, in four different ways by changing the sentence stress. Are you ready? Tell me which one, or which ones, you think clearly show my feelings. A. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. B. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. C. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. And D. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. So, in each of those examples, I said the same thing, but I stressed different words. So, which was correct? That's right, the first three were correct. You can actually add stress to a lot of words, but let's listen to the last one again. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. So, what's wrong with it? Well, technically, nothing. Nothing is wrong. I said the correct sounds, but there's no stress. So I'm not really showing any emotion. So keep that in mind. It's not wrong, but 
on a test of English, or even just in good conversation. I need to be able to express my ideas with good control of grammar and vocab, but the more I show my feelings, the clearer my ideas will be. Let's listen to C again. I really don't like cheese, but I love chocolate. So you can hear that I very clearly do not like cheese. Even if you didn't understand every word, you understand how I feel. And clearly, I have strong feelings about chocolate. The better you control sentence stress, the clearer your ideas will be. Now, how do we know when to use sentence stress? Well, it's pretty wide open, and there are no strict rules about this. But here are a few things I teach my students to make it a bit easier. One, they can add stress to keywords. And two, they can add stress to repetitive words. So first, let's add stress to keywords. I really don't like cheese, but I like chocolate. Great. Now, I mentioned repetitive words. These are words that come up quite frequently when we're speaking. So you can add stress to emphasis words like really, very, so, or definitely. It's a really good movie. I had a very good time. Negative words like not, isn't, doesn't, don't, or never. I never eat cheese. I don't think it's a good idea. You can add stress to connectors like and, but, if, then, or after. I don't like cheese, but I like chocolate. If the phone rings, I'll answer it. You can add stress in a list like dogs, cats, and monkeys. I like cheese, olives, and onions on my pizza. You can add stress to contrast words like dim and bright, or fast, slow, or limited, more. I'm quite tall, but my wife is quite short. You can add stress to reference words, this, that, those, which, or who. Sorry I couldn't meet you on Saturday. We can meet up this weekend. And finally, there are emotional words. Great, disgusting, awkward, or awful. Mark is a great teacher. He has the best lessons. Don't you all agree? So remember, these are just a few tips for how to think about adding stress to your English when you're speaking. But keep in mind that you don't want to always be thinking about sentence stress while trying to speak to people. That would get really annoying. Be sure to practice a little and make sure you have strong listening habits. On the radio and in movies and on TV, you're going to get lots of input and excellent use of sentence stress. With time, you'll get used to the sounds and your English will sound even more amazing in no time. Awesome. Well done. We just learned all we need to know to get started improving our sentence stress and understanding why it's so important that you master it especially if your language doesn't use it the way English does. 
Remember that if you need help with your pronunciation, then check out E2 English's pronunciation course by going to www.e2english.com. Our courses will take you through all of the individual and cluster sounds of English so that you sound perfectly natural when you speak English. Check them out today. My name is Mark, and I'll see you soon.